I'm Rechard van der Berg. And I'm Duncan McLeod. This is Talk Central, episode 164 for the weekend starting 20 January 2017. Talk Central is brought to you by Tech Central, the home of South Africa's best technology journalism. On Talk Central this week, Netflix shooting the lights out and becoming the new king of content. Also this week, is WeChat really a threat to iOS and Android? Also, Samsung is facing another crisis and Vodacom to zero rate Facebook access. We have liftoff. Well, welcome to the show. How's it, Rechot? How's it, Duncan? Very good, thanks. We uh, we usually record the show outside, but um, the Gauteng weather has um, unfortunately um, got in the way, raging thunderstorms outside, so we've uh, relocated into the tech central offices. And... Um, Nice and cozy in here. Uh, yep. Dark outside, rainy. It's been pouring down for the last half. And Great Joburg summers. But, uh, yeah, exactly. But uh, nice, uh, nice weather to record a podcast. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely uh, couldn't do this outside today. Anyway, let's jump straight into the show because there is tons to talk about this week. Oh, yeah. um, but uh, before we get to the news, uh, let's do our quiz. Rechat, do you want to kick off with the yeah, first question? Let's do it. The first question. MTN's interim executive chairman, Putuma Ntleko, has said that the group may put off its plan to list in Nigeria until 2018. Why? And there are two reasons for this. Our second question, former U.S. President Barack Obama, and he is now former U.S. President, commuted the prison sentence of which well-known whistleblower this week? And a uh, clue it wasn't uh, Edward Snow. <laughs> it wasn't, yeah. Third question, prosecutors this week sought an arrest warrant for which Samsung Group executive? Fourth question, which Indian mobile phone operator has announced plans to sell some of its African assets? And the last question, Netflix this week revealed its latest quarterly numbers. How many subscribers does it now have worldwide? And it's a big number. We'll accept the nearest 10 million. Nearest 10 million uh, tells you how, That's just crazy. how big Netflix has gotten. In fact, Netflix is our, uh, our first story that I want to talk about this week because they uh, announced their fourth quarter results this week and their share price uh, leapt higher. Uh, astonishing numbers. Um, in fact, let me give away the answer to question five. <laughs> Ninety-three million customers worldwide. Almost, almost half of those now are outside of the US. Yes, I mean I can think you can you can almost directly correlate to when they opened up their services worldwide. Yeah. Uh, you know, I know so many people these days that, are, that have subscribed to Netflix and people that I never even thought would be a, mm. a, a online subscriber. Um, I mean, we're speaking about it just now. Uh, Showmax, obviously, in my opinion, coming second to that. Uh, because a lot of people in South Africa that I know, mm. you know have Netflix and Showmax. When Netflix launched, it was a year ago now, in South Africa, yes. the content selection was quite weak. Um, but it's yes. changed dramatically in the last 12 months. And the amount of content, um, especially Netflix originals that are really good uh, mm. on that platform, mm. Um, mm. I, I think you're right. I think they've pulled ahead of Showmax. Uh, oh, yeah. And yeah. there's no doubt that Showmax is in a, in a head-to-head battle with Netflix. Netflix is its number one competitor in the South African market. Mm. And um, Netflix, I think, has, um, has taken the lead. So Showmax is going to have to... Uh, is going to have to play some catch-up. Yeah, look, Showmax does have the advantage of the the kind of DSTV multi-choice. Uh, it's got that kind of in the company back in there, and, and, they can, it, ha- and it has some local content, um, which is nice. Yeah, I mean, mm. I, I don't think you can you can look at these in isolation. I mean, Netflix. Yeah. If you have to choose one, by far, that's the one to get. Yeah, but. 
I have Showmix because there are a few things on there that's not on Netflix. Yes. Um, you know, some stuff that multi-choice would have local rights to. Yeah. I mean, I've actually been enjoying Fraser again for, for and then that's not on Netflix. So you remember that show with for, Fraser, course, Fraser of course, Crane? Of course, of course. Um, a spin-off of Cheers. Yeah, that's mm. it. I've mm. um, really been enjoying that and yeah, not available on uh, Netflix. I'm still, I'm still a little bit upset that I can't use my VPN services for the US version of Netflix because there is a lot of things in the US that's not on the, the South African store still. Obviously. Yes, yes. Um, so I do miss that. I do miss having access to, to, to US content, sadly, no more. Yeah. I don't know if you've tried that with a VPN uh, service. Media I, I have, not, recent, not recently, though. Um, so I've been watching The Crown, and that's really what got me onto the platform, and a, a fantastic show. Um, Were you it, doing a bit of binge-watching there? I was, I was. Um, it, movie production qualities uh, in, that, in, that, in that show. Mm. Um, mm. They must have put one heck of a lot of money in it. Um, but it really shows that I mean this is this is um, you know cable quality HBO quality um, television oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, that is being produced by an online provider. Oh yeah, Netflix. I mean, if you look at at, at a company that pushes out its own content, essential or at least buys the right content, they've really made some great decisions. Mm. I mean, I'm just looking at my my list of things that I've watched and and some of the recommendations. I mean, Designated Survivor. Oh, we're busy. Actually, we're busy watching Designated Survivor. It's a Survivor. great, great, mm. uh, especially especially now in the light of the US <laughs> um, president being sworn in. But I mean, it's it's it's. Mm. A great uh, story from uh, it is. Jack Bauer you know 24 is Jack Bauer yes Black Mirrors the, the new scene was great I haven't I really watched that it. yet I haven't watched that yet um, I haven't really enjoyed the originals on Channel 4 oh really mm. yeah yeah they are good um, Travelers was another one time travelling uh, based on a time travelling um, oh, yeah. kind of plot I really enjoyed that also binge watch weekend done that's why you, okay. you can never forget yeah. the names of these things come uh, they've actually Monday got a heck morning. of a lot of content that's now available to South African viewers original content oh, they do yeah. they do it's definitely ramped up during uh, 2016. And I see they're going to invest even more in original content this year. It, it makes you wonder whether Showmax needs to uh, start to invest heavily in, in, in local content, local original content. Local original content. Um, I guess it's a difficult question. What makes mm. good local original content? Um, you know, with the SABC not really fully functioning, the, the, mm. uh, it's difficult. Uh, I think if I look at the, at least the video market, you know, mm. there are a lot of good guys doing a lot of great things, but they generally just take it overseas. Um, they, there hasn't been enough of a South African market to stimulate mm. in my opinion really good Netflix quality uh, originals there has been a lot of interestingly enough a lot of Australian New Zealand based um, programs that I've seen as a Netflix original that is oh, yeah. Hollywood quality um, production um, Arc is one of them also a great one to watch yeah. Bloodline I think was made also uh, if I'm not mistaken some some island outside of the US um, Expanse is also an international one that's not not in America. Oh, I've seen the Expanse. That's great sci-fi. Yeah. Um, mm. 3% is another one. I think that's a Spanish. That's Brazilian. It's Brazilian. 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 Mm. You're right. Mm. You're right. Mm. I haven't seen it yet, but uh, I, was, I was reading about it in the results yesterday. So, yeah, no, they've got a, quite a large amount of um, original content now, which, uh, which and a lot of it's compelling. Mm. Uh, I suppose for Showmax, the, the difficulty is they're not just targeting South Africa. They're targeting emerging markets. Um, I think they've launched across the whole of Africa and parts no, of the Middle no. East, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so, you know, those are very divergent markets. How do you create content that appeals to all of those um, markets I think content that's very specific to South Africa probably won't appeal to someone in Egypt for example yes and they do have a lot of old South African stuff I mean I watched somebody on Schuster's a while ago and it was mm. um, entertaining but nothing that I would actually build a strategy around because it's old stuff though it's stuff, stuff that's been that's broadcast already elsewhere yeah. Showmax has got some interesting movies some newer movies but nothing yeah. nothing that's really DVD box office yes. style um, yeah. or at least the latest mm. I think the one thing in, fa in Showmax's favor, though, of course, is that it's cheaper. Mm. Um, it's 99 rand a month, whereas I think Netflix works out to, I mean, if you take the mid-tier option, works out to about 140 rand a month. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but again, I think DSTV should, or I mean, I know there's the, you know, they they not the same brands, so to speak, but mm. they really need to pull in on those resources. And I guess licensing for broadcast and licensing for online will be always be two yeah. different things. So I suppose the difficulty sure for them is they don't want to make it too compelling next to DSTV. <laughs> that's also true. <laughs> no, you're right. That's why. Yeah. But uh, you're right. Netflix is um, it's the South African version is worth subscribing to now. Uh, a year ago, I would have told people get a VPN if you want this and watch the US version. But the Which, South African version now is actually worth watching. But that sadly doesn't work. I don't know when last you tried it, but uh, I actually stopped my oh, VPN it doesn't services. Work anymore. Yeah, no. it's, they've managed to to somehow block <laughs> block all these services, and I've tried a few, yeah. and none of them none of them get through. Um, and the Netflix US uh, library still has, in my opinion, a much better selection, especially oh, on the, okay. the older Hollywood style content. Oh right, um, right. Because they obviously have yeah. been managing these licenses for much longer. Mm. I suppose they weren't expecting to go global three years ago, so mm. they weren't they weren't buying content with that in mind and they were licensing content yeah. and of course content gets licensed in markets uh, by broadcasters and that sort of thing which sometimes prevents it from being available on other channels and other uh, other platforms exactly so I suppose that that will that will wash out of the system over the coming years mm. and um, mm. the, the, the offerings from Netflix and others will and Showmax for that matter will improve but with a subscriber number of 93 million I mean mm. how many broadcasters can claim that really no you no know, it's incredible it's, yeah 93 incredible. million I mean, how many subscribers does DSTV have? If you include the African footprint, <laughs> yeah. it's probably no more than 10 million. Could be less, I'm not sure. Mm. Mm. Um, so, but I guess they make a lot more money off ads yeah. than yes. Netflix would ever do. It still, still baffles me yeah, yeah. how Netflix would make money off of this. I mean, do this, the subscription fees really cover all these licenses? I don't costs? know. If you say average of $10 a month, you multiply that by 93 million, you've got $930 million a month. Um, so if you annualize that, it's ten billion dollars a year, more or less. Okay. Ten, eleven some billion investments and dollars a year. Money, uh, they're investing six billion dollars in original content this year. Um, that's a proper business. Um, mm. They have a market capitalization of sixty billion US. Wow. So if we just work that out, let me just go to uh, Google. Um, let me just say convert uh, sixty billion dollars to rand. Their market cap in rand terms is 820 billion sure. rand. Nasper's market cap, which includes multi-choice and Tencent, and obviously the bulk of that valuation is from Tencent, is sitting at where is it? Uh, 950 billion. So Netflix is just shy of Net- Nasper's market cap. And they do have. They only have one. And then they have one line of, yeah. of brand. Yeah. And the Nasper's is, is obviously Tencent. Multi-choice is a tiny mm, fraction mm, of that valuation. Mm. And Showmax, for that matter. Oh, that is interesting. Okay, now I'm looking at Netflix in a whole different light. I mean, clearly the subscriber numbers is where it's at then. Yeah, it's it's massive. It's massive. And those numbers were really, really impressive. Um, it looks like they're going to shoot into strong profitability in the coming years. Yeah. But it's amazing how Netflix has reinvented itself over the years. I mean, if you remember back, they started as a DVD mail order company. And you can still, I think they still do DVD. I mean, I still have they DVD. Do. I think that's for the US. US only, because only, I've yeah. got a US account, but I'm mm. watching South African content. Yeah. But, um, dvd.netflix.com yeah there you go premier account 11.99 and I can get two discs at any time I can't believe they started doing that (laughs) I was I mean talking about DVDs I was walking past two or three DVD shops I just noticed them um, in a few suburbs I've been to the last few days Um, and it's amazing how many people still were browsing in the DVD shops I mean I'm not talking about the big franchise DVD shops you know these are all little ones like with little random names and they've got their own little catalogs and 
Yeah, I mean, there were five, six people in each of the shores, uh, stores. That's so clearly, clearly people a lot of them have, A lot of them have closed down, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the local one here in where, where I live, uh, uh, in Randburg, is, um, is, 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 is a really sad place to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do look a little bit sad. Mm. Before the internet was... Uh, before the internet was there, they were still at their prime. Yeah, I see that. Um, that uh, by the way, that uh, speaking of stores closing down, that the Look and Listen Mega Store in 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 Four Ways, which uh, was once a real flagship Ooh, store, that was a flag it's closed down. down. Has it closed down? No. Oh wow! They, sh- uh, they were shrinking in size. Uh, it said Four Ways Crossing in Four Ways yes, in Johannesburg, yes. and uh, I used to go there all. The it time. was fantastic. They had that upstairs level, and they had the most amazing selection of Blu-ray discs and and concert videos and and just music. And they had music gurus in there. Actually, knew they what did. they were talking they about. Did. I remember having lots of conversations. Yeah, with those guys. I spent a lot of money in that shop. Um, I think probably three years, three or four years ago, I stopped going there. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, I noticed I was there this last weekend, and I noticed that uh, they had the boarding up and uh, it was closed. Yeah, they. I mean, I did visit them over the last two years once in a while, and they changed from larger music to selling a lot of other things, like video games, Legos, a lot of PlayStation games, games, yeah, like board games. Try mm. mm. trying their best to to stay afloat, but. Uh, when your Sadly, whole business is ripped out from under you. And and I think I, that's the same with a lot of like yeah. uh, uh, musicers too. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the few musicers around, they've also been shrinking a lot. Yeah, I uh, don't see that anymore. The moment I subscribed to a streaming music service was the moment I stopped buying CDs. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was what two years ago now. Um, I actually I don't remember the last time I bought a CD. It's kind of sad. I mean, I, I miss having to explore music like that. I mean, with yeah. with a streaming service, it's much easier, yes. But you kind of, you know, the, the liner notes in the CD cover, you don't have that experience anymore. You mm. know, taking mm. off the CD, putting it in the old LP um, LPs syndrome. have kind of made a little bit of a comeback, haven't they? Um, yeah. It's probably temporary. Um, but um, there's, in fact, right around the corner from that uh, from that look and listen outlet is um, is a is a place specialising in in vinyl. Um, so the the, the 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 music shop died, but the vinyl is slow. <laughs> <laughs> and it's damn yeah. expensive, actually, for some no, of that vinyl. No. I mean, three hundred rand for a record, four hundred rand for them. Yeah. Well, I guess it's for for the audio files and the guys that mm. want that experience still. Yeah. But yeah, no, I do like my streaming service. I'm yeah. definitely not complaining. I mean, yeah. I've been playing with uh, Apple Music uh, for a little bit, and I'm I'm quite impressed. Yeah. It's not as good as Symphony um, as it's I'm not. progressing yet, but no. um, it's got some nice music that's not on Symphony. A lot of people subscribe to Symphony or Symphony. I'm never sure oh. how to pronounce it, but um, and a lot of people absolutely love it. Um, uh, I I um, I was also on Symphony originally, but I, I moved to Google Play Music, and um, I, I love that platform. Yeah, I've never, I actually haven't really played with that much, but um, yeah, streaming. For some reason, people don't seem to try Google Play Music. I don't know what it is. It's, it, 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 you say streaming music to someone, and they just don't register yeah, Google as Google a service music. music. Um, I, I guess I'm just very invested in the Android and Google ecosystem, so it's mm. a logical mm. choice for me. Um, and I love it. I think the app is fantastic, and the website works brilliantly. It's supported in South Africa. It's a local... Yeah, local it's 60 bucks a month. 60 oh, wow. bucks a month, yeah. It's the same price as Apple, and all the others, actually. Um... I, I love the fact that they have um, emerging market pricing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the well, States, I'm subscribed to the year store, so I'm yeah, paying $10. Yeah, I'm paying a $10 price. Yeah. Ouch, why do you do that? Why don't you subscribe? Because I know oh, I should change, but mm. I've got so many apps in the year store. I'm still trying to figure oh, out if I'm going to lose access to all of those oh, things or okay. not. Yeah. Well, maybe you should try Google Play Music then. Um, if you have a South African Google yeah. <laughs> no, I, don't, I think all of my accounts are international. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, I'm screwed. Right, now, you, now you're going to pay through the news. Yeah. <laughs> you should teach me. 
So, um, WeChat, have you, um, do you use WeChat? I used WeChat for a very short period of time. Why did uh, you I think it was it? around when uh, Cliff Central went live that I started using it. Ah, <laughs> right, because it was the only way of getting Cliff Central yeah, for a while. Yeah. Um, not that I listen to much Cliff Central these days, but I played with it, the wallet stuff, uh, but it, it never really compelled me. Yeah. I mean, why? I've got, you know, it's just another messaging platform that, you know, my friend circle don't really use a platform. So it's always mm. been WhatsApp and Hangouts. Yeah, I, I've also uninstalled it, to be honest. Um, but um, apparently it's... There was a very interesting piece that we ran this week uh, from a wire service, uh, Bloomberg, um, looking at uh, WeChat's growth in, in China, where it's obviously absolutely, unbelievably massive, uh, where they've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of users. Um, and they're talking... WeChat has really become a platform for more than just chat. It's... Um, it, it's become an, an ecosystem or a platform in its own right in which people go in and spend their entire time on their smartphone in WeChat. They don't use anything else. Hmm. Uh, so they, they, they boot up typically Android. They fire up WeChat and that's all they use for everything. That's interesting. That's they, very they, interesting. They do their online shopping in WeChat. They, they um, play games in WeChat. They talk to their friends in WeChat. They do dating in WeChat. They do <laughs> you name it that's in WeChat. Now, WeChat has launched this new platform which allows you to uh, developers to, to, to develop applets, I think is the best oh, yes, way of describing yes. them. So, actually, the app becomes a platform on which you launch other apps. Um, and now they've opened it up to developers and they're hoping that developers build apps within that ecosystem because that ecosystem has become so huge used by so many people especially in China but growing internationally is is this on Android because I wouldn't imagine that Apple would allow that I don't know the answer to that question but it's certainly on Android Um, I'm sure that uh, Apple would have a problem with this Um, but I I think think it does work on on Apple as well because um, the Bloomberg piece is specifically saying that this is a competitor potentially to the iPhone well I have it added running I'm just Mm. curious about the app with an app because it Mm. makes a lot of sense yeah Um, but the suggestion in this column that we ran is that um, is that WeChat is now a threat to Android and iOS that WeChat could become the OS. Hmm. Yes, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, if they've maybe this is if a they, if they to have become that big platform. and that powerful, um, you know, does does Tencent build its own OS based on WeChat? I suppose that's what the piece is hinting at. Hmm. Um, and given that it's got so many users in China, and really is, it's something like crazy, like three or four hundred million users. Um, then you know, is the next step. Saying to Chinese smartphone makers, for example, hey, we've got a platform for you. You don't have to deal with Google anymore. Yeah, it's just an alternative platform. Mm. But if it is that big in China, I mean, I don't see it really uh, making more of an international hit unless, unless you don't, some unless bigger and international pickup. I mean, unless they start to license an OS for hardware manufacturers. Sure, I mean, sure, it's not clear sure. that that's what their intention is at all. But um, if that's the ultimate intention, then maybe this, maybe the, you know, your phones from Oppo and Xiaomi and maybe even Huawei and yeah. all, all of these um, Chinese smartphone manufacturers which have a big share of the Chinese market and a growing share of the international market maybe WeChat becomes a, a platform on which these phones run in future and then get shipped into markets in Africa and elsewhere isn't that kind of what we what we dreamed of when we dreamt of a world where you have you buy your hardware and then you choose your software so you buy any phone you want and then put the software you want on there whether it's Android or something else mm. Well, that's certainly the promise of eSIM technology. You, mm. you buy your handset, switch it on, and it says, which network would you like to use? Yeah. Um, operators, obviously. Hate that. 
Uh, it's an interesting one. I mean, um, I, th- I think we underestimate here in South Africa just how big this ten cent company, in which Nasp yeah. National is a one third stake, has become, and is getting, and uh, the power that it's starting to wield. And um, you know, if it becomes a platform for third party apps, um, is that a threat to the Play Store and the App Store mm. at, 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 a, at the very most, at the most basic level? It's an interesting it's an interesting discussion to have anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if what Tencent's ambition is with this and whether they intend to to um, turn WeChat into an operating system at some point, or whether it, it even makes sense to turn it into an operating system. Um, I guess it's the only way you're going to grow it. I mean, once you once you're an app on every fo- phone, how do you kind of get more of that user's eyeballs? Yeah, you know, it's, it's yeah. become the platform. Yeah. Yeah, in South Africa, I mean, um, I know Toby Shapshak uh, always says that um, we shouldn't. Uh, he's the editor of Stuff Magazine. For anyone who doesn't know, uh, says that we shouldn't directly compare WhatsApp with WeChat because WhatsApp is simply an IM platform, mm, whereas WeChat mm. is so much more. But I, I think people do compare the two, and here in South Africa, certainly, we, uh, WhatsApp is a much more p- popular platform than, than WeChat. The names are certainly confusing. I remember initially WhatsApp didn't make sense to me. Why would you have a messaging app called WhatsApp? WhatsApp. Where WeChat, which is not a chat platform, has got <laughs> well, a, it is a, a chat name. Platform. Well, but it's, it's more than, than that. It's, it's more, more than, than that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, in fact, whenever I use have used WeChat and fire up WeChat, it's not to chat. It's to do something else with it. Yes. I don't yes. want to use it as a chat platform because I've actually got more than enough chat platforms. It's the reason I don't run Google Allo, for example. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you're running Google Allo. No, no. not well. I, I had it running, but Me I don't really use it. I, I installed it and I uninstalled it again. Um, you know, WhatsApp. Everyone uses WhatsApp. It has mm. become the default standard for communication. And now that they've got the uh, web-based platform, I mean, I've, oh, yeah. it's such a great communication yeah, yeah. platform. Um, yeah, I use it all the time. No, yeah, me it. too. Absolutely. I've actually got it. I keep it on a on a window on my desktop, on a screen on my desktop. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, WeChat, it's worth watching, and they're certainly pushing aggressively in the South African market because, of course, Nuspers owns a one-third stake. And um, they're doing all sorts of interesting things locally as well. Yeah, they. Um, that's what they've. I've known them for that. You know, mm. doing little, uh, really cool little initiatives with various companies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice. Anyway, lots more to talk about, but we need to take a quick ad break. We'll be back right after this. Hello world. Hello information. Hello uploads and downloads. Hello streaming videos and low latency. Hello blogs and vlogs. Hello crystal clear video calls. Hello increased productivity. Hello online learning. Hello cloud. Hello long lost friends and missed connections. Hello limitless possibilities and instant gratification. Say hello to premium high speed fiber from Vox Telecom. Pleasure guaranteed. Visit voxtelecom.co.za for more information. Chicken or beef? Chicken or beef? Chicken. There are so many companies offering fiber at the moment, but with Vox Telecom's premium high-speed fiber, you'll be joining the Smile High Club. Duck or salmon, sir? We call it business class fiber. We guarantee our uptime and can tailor our services to suit your needs and budget. Say hello to Business Class Fiber from Vox Telecom. Visit voxtelecom.co.za for more information. Well, welcome back to the show. So, Richard, uh, Samsung, um, after having a terrible 2016 with this, the Note 7 exploding, mm. um, is having a very bad year now again because not of any, not because of any product that they have. Um, uh, um, well, not because of any product that's exploding in consumers' hands, but because of um, serious problems uh, in the leadership of the company. Um, a, a bribery scandal uh, that has already brought down the president of um, South Korea. Wow. Um, who was impeached, uh, I think, in December. 
and now um, investigators and prosecutors going after J.Y. Lee, who's the um, heir apparent, if you like, uh, effective de facto leader of Samsung Group and Samsung Electronics. Uh, well, Samsung Electronics, obviously, as a subsidiary of Samsung Group. And now um, he's been um, accused by prosecutors of... Um, of um, being involved in influence peddling and uh, and bribery, all related to um, succession planning hmm. uh, inside Samsung, uh, which is obviously South Korea's biggest company. Um, and prosecutors this week seeking a court order uh, or warrant for his arrest. Wow! Uh, and the court turning it down, so uh, they have won a reprieve there. But uh, Samsung certainly not off to the best uh, hmm. 2017 after a very rough 2016. And all this coming, of course, just weeks before the company announces the Galaxy S8, which I think, I still think, is going to be the smartphone to beat this year. Yeah, they're certainly going to set the benchmark very high. They've, uh, you know, they have to a lot to make up for. They had a lot to make up for with uh, the Note Seven. Mm. I think yeah, from 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 the rumor mill, I think they'll be able to do it. Yes. But um, yeah, it's interesting with uh, you know talking about this bribery and corruption. Uh, is there any part of that that leaked down into that battery fiasco? Maybe somebody was paid to put the, uh, batteries from the right <laughs> supplier, no, wrong there's supplier. There's no evidence or suggestion that that happened. Nothing um, like that. No. Um, I, I think that uh, I think that was really about rushing a product to market without testing mm. it properly um, and trying to beat the competition by putting a battery in a device that was too big for the for, for the for the size of the device. Um, so it's um, yeah. I don't think I don't, I don't think there's a doesn't limit. go that deep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But uh, you know, one always worries that when this sort of thing happens, that um, that uh, you know that it's going to filter down and, and and start to impact on on the level below and management of the level below. And what yeah. does that actually ultimately mean for innovation and product development? There's no sign that it's had an impact yet, but. Um, uh, it's uh, certainly troubling for uh, for the group, um, and um, what is undoubtedly um, South Korea's biggest success story. So uh, you're on Vodacom, you're on MTN, aren't you? I'm on MTN. Yes. MTN. So Vodacom announcing uh, free Facebook this week uh, for uh, Vodacom users. For Vodacom, yes. And um, I've had a couple of people on Vodacom uh, already complaining to me that uh, they're getting strange messages on their phone saying you're about to leave this free service, blah blah blah. Uh, hmm. Which seems a bit odd, uh, since it seems to be only aimed at people who um, are uh, wanting to access the basic Facebook. Um, uh, I, I'm not sure if it actually means that you have to use that Facebook Lite app that's available in the App Store, uh, or, or, or um, whether it only gives you free access to certain parts of the full app. But um, they're saying that uh, um, they'll provide uh, zero-rated access to um, to Facebook as long as you're not looking at pictures and video. Yeah, from what I understood, it was just for the text-based stuff. Mm. So if you update uh, status... Um be free it doesn't didn't really make much sense to me because because mm. uh, facebook is about pictures and video isn't it exactly i mean if you don't if you if you want to make the platform free do it properly yeah. don't yeah. Uh, i can imagine that this may be appealing to um, people on 2g handsets or feature phones or something but um uh but um it's certainly not the the top end of the market um you know, I'd, I'd rather use data and just get the full experience oh exactly um yeah and some, sometimes there's there's a lot of media yeah. but i guess uh, you know, data isn't what it used to be. I mean, I'm yeah. not paying too much for my data, and I, you know, I've got so much of it on my my, yeah. my website, uh, on, my, on my mobile device. Yeah, yeah. But I guess I'm not to market for this. I'm not to market for the for the free Facebook access. Yes, it's an interesting one. I, I presume it's on a similar basis to what Netflix with Netflix, what C <laughs> did with uh, with the free basics, Facebook free basics. This one's called mm. Facebook Flex. Uh, I'm not sure what the difference is between that and face, Facebook free basics. I, I suspect it's something very similar. Um, 
uh, it does, of course, raise all sorts of interesting uh, questions around uh, network neutrality. Mm-hmm. Um, there are network neutrality rules in the white paper, the ICT National Integrated ICT Policy White Paper that the South African government has produced, and it's not clear whether the these sort of schemes like Free Facebook Free Basics launched on Celsius or this Facebook Flex launched on Vodacom would be impacted by those net neutrality rules if, uh, if and when they're introduced as legislation. Um, but um, we are going to have net neutrality rules, laws in South Africa in the coming years. Um, does it make sense to outlaw something like this? I know in India uh, there was a very strong pushback against Facebook uh, launching this with the operators there, Free Basics. Um, I, I forget what the outcome of that was, but I have a feeling it, it Facebook was forced to um, stop doing it. Um, what's your view? I mean, should should uh, should um, companies like Facebook and the operators be allowed to offer um, free access to certain services, or do you think that um, net neutrality rules should apply? Look, I think I would rather break this down more simplistically and say, yeah. if they want to give out anything free, give every user. F- X amount of data for free so that they can use it for what they want yeah. uh, as opposed to bringing it down onto one platform. Yeah. Look, I see a lot of value in a platform like Facebook and having it free to users, but mm. yeah, then you can then the net neutrality, net neutrality argument is, is obviously very strong there. Mm. My concern with something like this is what what access in the terms and conditions does Vodacom actually have access to? What do they have access to? If, if Apparently there are terms and conditions and they get access to certain data of yours, which worries me enormously. Mm. Um, I guess it needs further um, investigation. Yeah, look, I mean, I, I would, I would, much, I mean, for me, just I would say rather give users free data that they can use it on whichever platform, which on their phone, on their smart device, mm. you know, as opposed to closing it down to one app. Yeah, I don't know. It's Steve Song put forward a good proposal, and I hope I'm not mangling what he, he said. Uh, if you go and look at um, his columns on Tech Central, you'll, you'll find the piece there. But he made a very interesting proposal. If I'm quoting him correctly, he said that uh, why not just make 2G data free? That's a very good point. Um, obviously, the networks have a cost there, but um, it's almost like the, the software model. Um, you know, try it before you buy it. Um, give them 2 free 2G access and sure that'll allow people to make, send free WhatsApp test messages but it's going to be hugely frustrating for them if they want to um, if, they, if they want to send video or music or listen to music they can't Yeah, you yeah. then have to go to a 3G or 4G carrier um, so in a way it would actually encourage people to get on to try data um, where at the moment they you know they just switch off their, 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 their the data on their phones because they don't want to use it at all because they're mm, worried it's mm. going to cost them money. So maybe open up the two G carrier to to everyone for free, um, and uh, and then and then sell actively sell people three G and four G at a cost. Uh, I agree that would be a great solution and, and it, it it'll keep the essence of communication free without you know <laughs> clogging up the network with you know giving yeah. everybody free data. Mm. Yeah, it's an interesting discussion. It's it's certainly not. Um, I mean, the net neutrality thing is, is something I think it's going to become more and more discussed in this country mm. um, as we go forward, especially with the launch now of these video on demand services as well. Um, you know, what happens at some point if uh, Vodacom, for example, I'm not picking on Vodacom, but uh, let's say Vodacom launches its own, um, uh, and we know they've actually launched a. Um, a, a VOD platform for other VOD providers that want to offer services on mm, its network. Mm. Does it now prioritize those providers over those that don't sign a deal with it? 
um, and yeah. paid money to give it to give, to give those providers access to a much faster network. And that kid is why we have to talk about net neutrality because mm. it could spiral out of control very quickly. It if, could. If it's not uh, yeah. kept kept in line. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting one. If you speak to pure free market advocates, they'll say, "No, this is just unnecessary regulation. Let the market sort it out. It's sort itself out." If uh, if if you don't like the um, speed you're getting from your operator, or Netflix doesn't work properly because they're putting restrictions on it, then uh, then that's fine. Go to another operator, and the market yeah, will sort itself yeah. out. And um, that that argument, I don't know. I don't know if it makes sense. And the market hasn't really we haven't really tested the market, so we don't know the answer to that question. Mm-hmm. But maybe the answer is to put the rules in face in place beforehand. Um, to just avoid it. Um, it's an interesting debate, and it's one we're going to have repeatedly, I suspect. Or drop the fees. <laughs> drop yeah. the fees so it's a little bit more affordable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Anyway, um, let's move on to our regular features. Um, let's not spend too much time on our winner and loser this week, because we, we uh, well, certainly the winner we've discussed in detail this week, and uh, the it's an obvious pick, Netflix. Yeah, definitely. They're doing really well, and the Q4 numbers really shot the lights out. Share price 93 soared. 93 million. 93 million I'm still blown away yeah. by that number. So probably by the next quarter, they will have exceeded 100 million customers worldwide. Wow. Um, and I would imagine by later this year, they will have more customers outside the U.S. than uh, in the U.S. Yeah, definitely. Um, which makes you wonder, you know, are they now going to have to start making original content that isn't American well I think we've kind of seen it with some of the shows that has, I mean there is mm. there's a lot of subtitle kind of foreign series and films on there yeah. that uh, is it made by them though no no it, well mm. I mean a lot of these Netflix originals you know the way that the industry works is they wouldn't Netflix wouldn't commission it yeah Netflix would buy it so you know you'd obviously sell it to Netflix you produced it or you've kind of right. produced it or you've right. done a pilot right um, but they obviously have a, a, a there's a clear quality uh, within everything that they you yeah. know they obviously you know Netflix original is a, a quality production yes um, it's not something that was slapped together yeah and I'll, I'll lose it this week, uh, and I know maybe it's just a repeating uh, pre- previous uh, winners in this category, winners in inverted commas, uh, <laughs> since they're losers. Uh, but uh, I'm going to pick the, the former board of the SABC, and particularly uh, the performance of uh, the former chairman chair, chairman and chairwoman, uh, Ellen Chabalala, and uh, oh, his name is Slipaman now, the uh, former most recent chairman. Uh, of the board, um, his performances in Parliament were really atrocious um, over this uh, um, lack of failure of corporate governance at the mm. public broadcaster. So uh, uh, they are our um, losers uh, of the week. Maguve, whose name Maguve, is Maguve. Yeah. yeah. Um, Should we do those quiz answers? No, we still need to do our pick of the week. Oh, the picks. Oh yes. <laughs> what have you got right. this week, Rafat? So I've uh, I use my uh, phone camera for a lot of things, not just for taking photographs. You know, <laughs> I would take photographs of various things, either as a reminder or as you know, the wine bottle label or the beer bottle label or whatever. Just kind of visual notes, uh, yeah. if, if if that makes any sense. Um, and I've recently discovered this cool little app called Codex. C O D E X. Um, as far as I know, it's only available yeah. on the uh, iTunes store. Yeah. Um, but it's a way to it's it's a it's a handy little app that allows you to categorize and and tag um, notes, visual notes, essentially. Mm. So I'm gonna, uh, I can use it to take photographs of anything um, within the app. I would put my hashtags on it. So let's say, for example, it's notes off a notebook, or if I've just been um, to a conference, you know, that you normally write in those notepads they give you. Instead of taking it with you, take a photograph of the of the of the data. Yeah. Um, do your hashtags, put it in the right categories. And it really allowed me, as opposed to using the photo, the camera roll on my phone to try and search for mm. search for these notes that I've made or these visual notes, um, allowed me to categorize them properly. Um, 
and I actually find these notes that's not intended to be a photograph that I necessarily want popped up when I'm looking at photographs for Facebook for arguments. Yeah. Um, I really find it handy, especially if, because I'm using my phone as a note-taking or visual note-taking. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a nice. There's a lot of other features. you can, There's a few features you can pay for, um, but the basic app I just find useful just for categorizing okay. my my stuff so yeah, to that's, speak that's pretty cool I was saying before the show I use OneDrive to do that now because uh, the app allows you to do that but it's, it certainly seems there's a lot more um, uh, ability to categorize yes, in the yes, sense, yes. Yes. let me just mm-hmm. log back in check it out so is, it, is, it, is it Apple only? It's, uh, from what I understand it's Apple only and it okay. is a paid for app for most of the great features yeah. so I'm starting at 99 cents okay well that's not um, much <laughs> yeah but, uh, oh, it's a monthly subscription. Monthly subscription. Sorry, I should have said that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. I've only been using it for a month, so I'm still on the free trial. Okay. But well, ten dollars uh, yeah. a year, I see. Yeah. 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 Cool. Check it out. It's Codex in the App Store. Um, my, my pick this week is actually an online retailer. Um, they call Print Canvas. Printcanvas.co.za, and I've um, ordered a few um, prints from them. I know. I know there are a couple of these online stores, but um, these someone recommended these guys to me, and uh, they. Um, they're very good. Uh, um, I ordered uh, a huge A0 print, which, uh, Rachat, you've seen. Yeah, um, it's very nice. Beautiful, um, just an image I found on the internet, actually. Nice um, canvas, oh, that's um, on canvas. And they, yeah. do, they do stretched canvas, they do, um, they do framing, dark frames, light for white frames. Um, wallpaper. They, they do wallpapers, photo blocks, acrylic prints. I'm just looking at their website here. Photo gloss prints, loose canvas prints, wedding canvas, a whole range of things. Um, and literally, you, you you go through a step where they you provide all the you upload the picture to them. You you provide a lot of detail for what you want. You can also provide specific instructions about how you want to print it or cropped if uh, if it needs cropping and that sort of thing. And they take a week and uh, they deliver oh, wow. it to your door for free. Um, so uh, yeah, um, literally five working days and uh, you'll have your orders um, and uh, they deliver anywhere in South Africa and uh, I've been very impressed with the quality that they've uh, sent through the, the A0 canvas for example was stunning quality um, so um, I think they definitely deserve a punt they're called print canvas and their website's printcanvas.ca.ca uh, and their prices are pretty good as well so um, uh, for a full um, a full uh, they currently have a special on I see a full A0 canvas is currently 1,100 rand which is um, not, not bad. bad not bad not at all not bad at all yeah <laughs> Cool. Uh, right, uh, we have to get back to our quiz. Um, let me dive in with the first question. It was about MTN. Their executive interim chairman, I beg your pardon, interim executive chairman, Patuman Tleko, who is stepping down in a few weeks uh, to make way for Rob Shooter as new CEO, has said uh, that the group uh, may put off its plan to list in Nigeria until 2018. He made those remarks this week uh, in Davos at the World Economic Forum Summit. Uh, and he gave two reasons for that, and those reasons are the weak Nigerian economy is not conducive to a listing at the moment, and uh, MTN also first wants to deal with regulatory and political challenges it's facing in that country before it commits to a listing date. Hmm. The second question, uh, now former US President Barack Obama commuted the prison sentence of which well-known whistleblower this week? And the answer, Chelsea Manning. Chelsea Manning, formerly Bradley Manning. Uh, unfortunately, um, Obama did not see fit to uh, use his last days in office to pardon Edward Snowden, which I think he should have done. Yeah. Um, but um, I think he was a, uh, a bit annoyed with Snowden and the way he handled uh, uh, his leaks um, so I, did, I didn't, don't think that was ever going to happen mm. but uh, I think Snowden is in a very interesting position now with Donald Trump uh, coming in and uh, his relations with Vladimir Putin which seem to be quite good at least for the moment uh, and one wonders where that leaves um, Snowden uh, yeah. I, I see that the Russian foreign minister ministry said 
uh, earlier this week that Snowden is is welcome to stay in Russia for another few years. Um, hmm. But that those those things that, that sort of situation is quite fluid, especially if uh, if Trump and Putin start to cozy up to each other, and we don't really know what. Uh, um, no, no, we do know what uh, uh, Trump thinks of. Uh, um, of uh, of uh, Snowden, I, I seem to recall a few years ago he tweeted that he should be executed. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting times ahead. Our third question this week: Prosecutors this week sought an arrest warrant for which Samsung Group executive? And of course, we answered this during the the podcast, and that's J Y Lee, and uh, it was not granted. The fourth question: Which Indian mobile phone operator has announced plans to sell some of its African assets? The answer: Bharti Airtel. And our last question this week, uh, we have answered it repeatedly during the show, so uh, forgive me for reading it again, but Netflix this week revealed its latest quarterly numbers. How many subscribers does it now have worldwide? And we said we'd accept to the nearest 10 million, uh, and uh, the, the um, exact number is 93 million. A cool 93 million. A cool 93 million, and soon to be 100 million. Incredible. That's our show. Um, as always, if you've got any feedback, please mail us, info at uh, techcentral.co.za. Uh, we're going to be investing some new audio gear in the next week, so uh, our next show may sound quite different. Hopefully, uh, um, oh, it'll sound much better. It'll sound much better. Um, and we're going to be doing a lot more uh, with audio this year, so uh, we uh, look out for that. And I don't want to give away too much uh, just at the moment, since uh, some of our competitors are some of our keenest listeners as well. But, um, <laughs> but we've got some exciting stuff planned this year, oh, yeah. so uh, look out for it. And uh, uh, we'd love to hear from you. So um, if you've got any uh, inputs on what you'd like to hear more of on the show and uh, what you like and what you dislike, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, info at techcentral.ca.za. Don't be shy. Uh, so uh, until next week, from Rafael and myself, take care. Ciao, ciao.